Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's up, my beautiful ladies, my beautiful listeners. So welcome to another episode of the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Oh my God. Every time I say that name, whether I'm talking about my Facebook community, whether I'm talking about the podcast or when I'm making reels or lives or whatever, and I'm like, it's all about helping women win at weight loss. It's just, I don't know. It's something about that phrase that's just so uplifting and encouraging and inspiring just in itself. No action taken, just saying it. It just feels good. I hope that y'all feel that way too, by the way. But so this episode is going to be quite deep and I might be dancing and tiptoeing all over your toes in this episode, which is good because that's how transformation is triggered, right? So that's what we're going to be doing today. That's the work that we're going to be diving in today. I'm also in the middle of a challenge week. We've got the four-day summer gut and butt challenge going on. And I have about 60 or so ladies that literally like I handpicked because I couldn't take everybody who applied to join the challenge. And it's crazy because we're in the middle of it and I'm still getting ladies that are trying to join. So got a lot going on to say the least. But This has been like heavy for some reason. I've been feeling this very heavily and I've learned from years of putting out messages and talking to women and uplifting and supporting and encouraging that when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling messages very strongly, that there's a reason why that is. And I'm being called to address it and put that message out into the universe ASAP, literally. So that's what I'm doing today. So I want to talk about the three dangerous, like really dangerous guilt trips that I see ruining the weight loss journey of so many women. This episode is inspired by the numerous conversations that I'm having with you ladies out here who are serious and committed about losing the weight, about winning at weight loss, about getting your confidence back, your sexy back, making sure that your health is where it needs to be because you want to stick around for your kids. Some of y'all just want to be hands-on moms. Some of you want to have like, get back to that intimacy, that, that sexiness, that attractiveness, that desirability in your marriages and relationships, whatever your goals are, honey. I'm all for it. I am right here in your corner rooting for you. I want you to win. But what I see a lot of are these guilt trips that they're not really, it's not really necessarily other people that are putting us on these guilt trips. It's literally mostly in your own head. And that's why I think that this is quite dangerous. And it's the evidence of how strong our mind is, how powerful it is. Our mind literally has the potential to either lead us to winning on this journey or lead this entire journey to be filled with self-sabotage and a total hot mess overall if we allow it. But it's not just about, you know, allowing the mind to do that, to play these tricks on us. But it's also about having this important conversation so that we can even identify it if this is something that you're currently doing. 
before I dive into those three dangerous guilt trips that I want to expose very clearly and then also help you overcome them so that you can stop sabotaging your weight loss journey and experience real success is my ask of the day. A lot of y'all have been telling me that this podcast is changing your life, but I need you to give me a five-star rating. I need you to tag me in your stories. I need you to take screenshots, share it on social media because I'm always super freaking shocked when I randomly have a conversation with one of you on Instagram and then you tell me, oh yeah, yeah, I love you. Your podcast is changing my life. And I'm like, wait, what? I didn't know you were listening to my podcast, (laughs) but thank you. That means the world to me. But remember, you know, if something is changing your life, if something is supporting you and it's bringing value into your life, then, you know, the least that we can do is support it, allow it and help it to grow, but then also share it with other people around us. I'm that type of person. Anytime I run into a book that's doing something for me, I'm the first one to call everybody, DM everybody, take pictures, put it on my stories. I'm like, you have got to read this book, right? Now, what other people do with that information, that's their problem, not mine. But I'm big on wanting to see everybody win. So when I run into people, podcasts, you know, shows, documentaries, books, blogs, you name it, any resource, any tool, any professional in this world that I feel like is really contributing in a sense that, you know, adds value and makes a difference. I'm like, oh yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. I got to share this with anybody I know. So this is my ask. Help me grow my podcast. Help me reach more women, impact more lives. Because as you know, since you've been supporting and listening and tuning in, you know how passionate I am about this. So I want it to be contagious. I want it to infect, you know, all the women who hear my voice and they're like, yeah, that's she my type of person right there. So that's my ask for today. So let's talk about these three dangerous guilt trips that are potentially ruining, holding back your journey, sabotaging your weight loss journey. And you might not even realize that you're doing this. So it's important that we discuss it today. So the first one is, I am too, fill in the the blanks, to be needing accountability. So this conversation right here, oh my God. (laughs) And I work with, I coach a lot of high level women. So this shit comes up like every single weight loss consultation call. And I just had one, I believe it was over the weekend, who was like, I am too grown. I, I have a PhD. I'm a professor. I have X amount of years of experience under my belt. I have survived tr- all kinds of trauma. I, I overcame divorce. And just the list goes on of all her credentials and all her achievements and all that she is. And her just not wrapping herself, her mind around the fact that Like, there's no way that with me having done all of this, with me having accomplished all of this, there's no way that I am a grown-ass woman needing accountability. And I was like, God damn it. Like, it's really, it's really affecting me to see so many of you women just putting yourself down and guilt tripping yourself unnecessarily because you're like, oh, I'm too intelligent. Like, I shouldn't need you to help me figure out what I'm supposed to eat. I'm just too intelligent for that. And I'm like, what? And that's why I said, 
fill in, the, fill in the blank. So whatever it is that you're trying to tell yourself, right? It's like, I'm too old to be needing accountability. Who told you that? I'm too rich to be needing accountability. I'm too poor. I'm too broke. Whatever it is, right? But what I hear the most is, I'm too old to be needing accountability. I'm too successful to justify needing accountability. I'm too smart to be hiring you or somebody else to tell me what to do, right? But here's how I want to help you overcome this, right? Number one, you're human. That's number one. I don't know where these standards and these, you know, outrageous assumptions are coming from and stemming from and who's teaching us that we're not supposed to be needing accountability at no point in our lives. That's a bunch of horse shit, first of all, okay? The other thing I want to say from a very transparent point is that I've been a personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, a weight loss coach, nutrition specialist, you name it, for over 10 years. And I perform better. I get better results. I'm more consistent. I'm more focused when I have my own coach. And when I have these conversations, that's literally the first thing I always say. Well, what's my excuse? Because I got a bunch of degrees. I have a bunch of certifications and I run a successful business. I raise children. Like there's, I can go on all day also about why, oh my God, why I should not. I am to this and I am to that to be needing accountability. What? And I'm an entire freaking professional in this industry, delivering badass results and transformations. And I know what to do. And I go and pay somebody to put my programs together and hold me accountable every step of the way. So, honey, if you are listening to this, we've got to eliminate this guilt trip right here because it stems from bullshit, bullshit assumptions bullshit pressure. It's not even coming from other people. We're literally doing this to ourselves. It's a whole mind game. So I want you to learn to scratch that. And I'm going to give you one solid example here. And that's probably going to leave you speechless. And then I never, ever, ever, ever want you to entertain this thought, this useless and dangerous guilt trip again. If your car is breaking down, okay? Like your car keeps making this noise. You, you've, you've done the oil changes, the maintenance. You put air back in tight. Like you feel like you've been doing everything that you know to do. Okay. But you're not a mechanic. So your knowledge is quite limited. Like it stops at some point. Right. Like you know how to, you know, when you're supposed to change your oil, you know, what type of oil you're supposed to put in your, in your engine. You know, what's up with your tires when you're supposed to put air in them, whatever, wherever your knowledge ends. Right. Like we all have some knowledge when it comes to our cars. And then there's like this threshold and it's like, okay, well, past this point right here, this is like jargon. This is not my area of expertise. I got degrees, certifications and professional experience, but in hospital shit, not car shit. Okay. So what do you do at some point once you've, you know, you've reached this threshold and you're like, man, I can't continue driving like this. My car is going to fall apart. I'm over it. I've got kids to drive around and all kinds of other stuff. What do you do? Do you sit there and you guilt trip yourself all the damn time and say, oh, oh, Anna, you, you, you too smart. You got X, Y, Z degrees. You done spent all this money. You got all these student loans to prove how smart you are. You've made all this money. You've accomplished all these things. You survive 
all this trauma and these wounds and divorces and failed relationships and all the money you've lost in your life. You've survived COVID for God's sakes. You should know how to fix this fucking car. What? I mean, this is ludicrous to me. Like, I don't understand. Or is anyone going to say that? Is anyone going to expect you to figure out because you're so intelligent and so smart and so driven and so old and so whatever and so wise that it's your job to figure out how to fix this car? No, because it was never your area of expertise to begin with. And this need that you're feeling for accountability is a basic human need. All of us perform better when we have someone who's in our corner checking in, asking us questions, tracking what we're doing, speaking life into us, cheering us up on the days where we just don't feel like doing it. So it's not just about, hey, tell me how to fix this, fix it, blah, 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 blah. But it's also just understanding that there are things that we're going to need help with. And that's why there are people like me that exist. I don't understand why we're continuously guilt tripping ourselves and pretending like it's not normal for us to need accountability. It is. And I just told you, as a personal trainer, as a nutrition specialist, as a weight loss coach, I have my own fitness coach. And for and I go on and off with that, but I have periods in my life where I also go and get a nutrition coach. And I'm like, yeah, for the next 90 days, I want you to like, let's really dial in my nutrition here. Need accountability, need a plan, need structure. Cool, thank you. And then we do that. Never once do I sit here and I'm like, I am a fitness professional. I am a weight loss specialist. I am this and that. I know everything about fitness and nutrition and mindset. And thus, it's unacceptable that I need some to pay someone else to hold me accountable on this journey. That's absolute bullshit. I want to reach the next level on my journey. I want to make sure that I am at my best level, that I'm always giving the best that I have to give. And sometimes I actually recognize that I perform a whole lot better when someone's holding me accountable. It's a human need. It's just a basic human way of functioning. Most of us are going to operate a whole lot better, which means we get better results when we also have dedicated accountability. And I'm not, and I said dedicated accountability because I'm not talking about your friend Susan who holds you accountable for 72 hours and then she got her own shit going on with her boyfriend and so then she forgets that you exist or whatever pact y'all made. That's not accountability. I'm talking about reliable, dependable, 24 fucking seven accountability. The type of accountability that whether there's a storm, a hurricane, there's a power outage, we running out of food, you fucking name it. But my clients know that about me. No matter what I go through, one thing I'm going to do is show up and hold them accountable. No matter what day of the week, I'm there. Dedicated accountability. So the number one dangerous guilt trip here that is holding you back on your weight loss journey and is causing a whole lot of self-sabotage along the way is you guilt tripping yourself and convincing yourself that you are too this, that, blah, 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 and the third to be needing accountability. Fill in the blanks. The second dangerous guilt trip that I run into all the time with ladies is, I'm going to, what about my friends? What about, what about my mom? What about all my family members? Like they need, they need this way more than I do. They have bigger issues than, than I have. What if 
What if like I'm leaving them behind and I'm creating this gap between us because I am investing in myself and in my journey and I am doing this alongside of the guilt trip of this is taking away, this, this is going to be taking away time from me raising my children. This is going to be taking time away from my relationships. This is going to require that I put more effort into me versus my friends. That I put more time into me versus my coworkers. Oh my God, this means that I'm not going to be on the phone as much. I'm not going to have as much time and space to be gossiping and listen to everybody else's bullshit problems. Because all of a sudden, oh my God, oh my God, it's kind of like there's going to be boundaries. And the guilt trip, I hear it all the time. That's going to make me a bad wife. Oh, it's going to somehow make me a less than mother. Oh my God, that means that I'm going to be abandoning. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to be abandoning my friendships. FYI, people really love you. They want to see you happy. The people who have your best interest at heart, they're not going to guilt trip you. And nine times out of 10, they're going to be the first ones to be like, yes, Susan, do that. Yes, Susan, I support that shit. You've been giving your kids everything. You've been giving me everything. You're not happy. You're not healthy. The doctor keeps screaming at you to the point where you're scared to go to the doctor because every single time it's a warning. Yes, Susan, do that for you. People really love you and have reached that point of, you know, emotional intelligence and they really want to see you win. They want to see you thrive. They want to see you do well. They're going to be the first ones to support these endeavors. Like I remember, you know, to be very honest, but like it's different than the weight loss. But when I went into business for myself, there's a part of me that, had to deal with this second guilt trip right here. It started to kick in because all of a sudden the reality kicked in that I don't have time. Like I'm not clocking in, clocking out anymore, which means this is going to mean I have to sacrifice time that I would have been on the phone, you know, joking and and giggling and, and gossiping and entertaining whatever useless conversations with somebody. I had to cut that shit out because as an entrepreneur, There's a whole lot of grind happening. I don't have time for that anymore. There was a part of me that was like, oh my God, like I'm leaving, I'm leaving people behind. Oh my God, I'm having to set boundaries that weren't there before. Oh my God, I'm probably a bad daughter because I'm not, I don't have the energy to be on the phone with my parents as much as I used to when I was working for somebody else nine to five. Because my business takes a lot out of me. And if you're self-employed, if you're a business owner, whatever, you run a company, And you know what I'm talking about. We don't have that type of extra time. So I experienced that guilt for myself, but it's just in a different arena and realm, right? Because it had to do with my business. It had to do with me taking back a lot of that time and pouring it into my business, which meant I had to leave people behind. I left a lot of people behind. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I cut ties. I left a lot of relationships and friendships behind. And then the people that have remained, you know what? Those people, they're the ones that, even if they never saw the vision as clearly as I did, they were like, you onto something. Oh no, we support. No, girl, you're not abandoning nobody. Go, go pursue your dreams. Do what matters to you. Do what lights you up. Because they saw how 
me talking about my business, me talking about my vision, me talking about my mission and what I feel God has called me to do, they would see how I would light up. My face would light up talking about it. They would see, they would hear it in my voice. People always say that about me. When I talk about fitness, I talk about weight loss, I talk about women, the passion comes out. I'm so intense with it. You can't fake that shit. You either got it or you don't. But that's my gift. It's mine. (laughs) I got it. And so the people that are still in my life, there are people that I didn't have to explain anything to. I was guilt tripping myself a little bit and they caught on to it and they quickly reminded me, honey, no, you better go after your dreams. You better go after your dreams. You better do what you got to do. And I'm telling you the same thing right now. If you got friends that you worried and you guilt tripping yourself about leaving them behind. Because now you're going to have to carve out more of that time that you used to spend maybe talking to them. Now you, you, you need that time back to focus on your weight loss journey. Don't look back. Don't look back. Because if this is a burning desire of yours, you have every right to pursue it. It is your job, your duty, your responsibility to go after what it is that you really want out of life. And the reality here is that none of the people that you're guilt tripping yourself about are going to really, are going to, number one, like deal with the consequences of you not properly taking care of yourself. They're either not going to be there. They're not going to show up for you. They're not going to, you know, pick up the, the broken pieces if now you're sick and in the hospital somewhere and can't pay your bills. But the other side of that is, and I know I did an episode about this before, but I want to reiterate this. Taking better care of yourself is not selfish. It is selfless. I know I got to say this until I'm blue in the face because in this society, we are expected to give, 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 never ask for nothing, give some more and give, 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 give. And then your ass ends up burnt out and sick and everything else in the hospital. And then everybody all of a sudden says things like, why didn't you tell us? It's like, God damn, really? All this time I've been trying to take better care of myself, but y'all weren't listening or y'all, you know, were just not allowing me to do it in some way, in some form. So we have to take back control. We got to set the boundaries now and understand I am not going to guilt trip myself for leaving other people behind. That's part of life. I need to reach my next level. Ver- I need to reach the next level version me. Next level version me is, you know, X, Y, Z weight. It's this size. Clothing size is this type of health that I'm looking at. I'm going after. It's this type of feeling in my body, in my clothes, whatever that looks like for you. But leaving alone the idea that we are somehow guilty because we're leaving other people behind because they're not valuing the same shit we're valuing. Or I'm spending three hours a week less with my kids because I have, because those three hours are for me to go work out. Really? We're going to guilt trip ourselves for that? Listen. You're paying the bills. You're raising the children. Everything is about everybody else all the time. You can't take three hours away from that. You And, and sometimes we say we're taking those three hours away from our kids. But the reality is we would have been on the phone scrolling. Right. Or doing some other shit. So nah, it's not always accurate anyways. Then the other thing is we can always combine. A lot of times my son is in the garage with me. I crush my workouts and my son is there. So he's watching me. We having a conversation. I hear him laugh. We're still spending time together. So that's just another side note. But the reality is that I'm looking at it like this. If I'm taking those three hours away from my kids every single week, right? But I'm pouring them into a better version of me. Okay, well, technically, 
it's me gifting those three hours in a sense to my entire family because this is going into my health. This is securing that I'm going to be living longer. I am doing what I need to do to stick around, to be a hands-on mom, to live longer, to be healthy, to set a better example for my children, to set them up for success. Like they say, perspective is everything. You can look at the glass half empty or you can look at the glass half full. That's going to be up to you. But I'm challenging you here to look at the glass half full. You're not, if, if this journey requires that you separate yourself from certain people, well, ain't nobody got time to feel guilty about that. You got to do what you got to do, what's best for you your, and your family. If you have to detach yourself from your children, from your household, from your husband, from your whatever, for a couple hours a week so that you can get workouts in, so that you can get groceries, so that you can go meditate in your freaking closet. That's me, real, real life. Stop guilt tripping yourself because you're allowing this time to pay off, not just for you, but also for them. And dangerous guilt trip number three that has such a tendency to ruin our weight loss journeys and hold us back is, oh my God, I am, I am too old. I'm too old to be worried about what I look like. I'm a mom of three. I have no business worrying about my appearance. I'm already married. I mean, we've been married 20 plus years. It's just so wrong of me to have goals of looking sexy in a two-piece when we go to the Bahamas in six months. It's just so vain of me. Oh my God, it doesn't feel right. Like I'm, I'm just so vain right now. I shouldn't even tell you. But deep down, I really want to have Michelle Obama arms. And then I ask, if y'all mind me asking, why is this important to you? Like, why do you want to have Michelle Obama arms? And then y'all sit there and give me an entire list. And that's just one example. But give me an entire list of why that matters to you and why it's so important to you. Why you want to have those arms. Why you feel like that's going to change something for you. And y'all always feel so fucking guilty telling me these things. And I'm like, but why? Where does this come from? Why the guilt? You only have one place to live in your entire life. You will be spending it in the same place, not the address, the physical address, not the house you're living in, not the apartment, not the whatever. I'm talking about your body. For goodness gracious, like you're not allowed to enjoy the body that you're living in. So it's okay for you to repaint walls. Oh, I want to repaint my walls. Do you ever sit there and feel guilty that you would like your walls to look nicer? This shit blows my mind. Well, maybe you should feel guilty about the fact that you're paying somebody to do your landscaping. Why the fuck do you want your yard to look so nice? Shame on you. Oh, but no one's guilt tripping. No one's worried about that. Oh, yeah, it's normal. I want my, I want my physical address to look pleasant, to look nice. I want my yard to have a nice appearance. Oh, that's fine, though. We all spending money on that, and that's cool. It's okay. But the second it's, I really, I really want to just feel nicer in my clothes. I really want to like stop at a mirror and not have to cover up my mirrors or hide my body or feel ashamed of how I look. Like I want to, for once in my life, stop and admire my fucking body and my beauty and feel proud and good about the reflection I see in the mirror. Oh, then all of a sudden it's your vein. That is terrible. That's so bad. You're a bad person. You are a bad person. Oh, bad, bad. Shame on you. 
You're a bad mother. You're a mother of three, honey. What the fuck you got to worry about looking good? Just worry about raising your kids and, you know, excelling in your career. Thank you. That's, that, that, that'll be enough. But please do not be vain. Like you're a mother of three and you have the audacity to be vain too? Oh, no. Mm-mm. We, we're not doing that. Oh, okay. You already have a husband that you've been devoted to and you've been loyal to and faithful to and you've been all the things. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, well, why would you want to look good also? Nobody asking you follow that. You're doing too much. Like, where is this coming from? And then I hear a lot of shit. I have clients who are in their 50s, 60s. I have one. She's in her 70s. Oh, I'm too old. I used, to, I used to think for the longest that I'm just too old to reach my body goals and to just be happy with what I see and just feel good and be able to wear a size six without having the muffin tops like bloop, rolling over. I'm too old for that. I probably shouldn't want those things because I'm too old. What? Where is this coming from? And like I said at the beginning of this episode, a lot of these guilt trips, they're not even coming from the outside. You know, in the sense that it's not like someone actually physically, like telling you, hey, Carla, like you're a piece of crap. You're totally full of shit and full of yourself. Your appearance does not matter because you're already 49. People are not even telling you that. But we are doing this to ourselves. Like we're literally becoming our own enemies on this journey. And that's why, and I preach this all the time, and this is why I spend more time coaching my clients on transcending these mindset hurdles and blocks and teach my clients how to build a successful, empowering mindset that's going to set them up for winning at weight loss long-term. Because the reality is nutrition, that's cool and stuff. Fitness, that's wonderful. But this shit is surface level compared to all the reasons beneath why we keep self-sabotaging, why we keep holding ourselves back, why we keep ruining our weight loss journeys. And a lot of it is attached to the guilt trips that we have put ourselves on. We can't blame anyone else. We're doing this to ourselves. I agree to a certain degree, of course, that a lot of this is societal, right? It's like a lot of this is like old school traditional values. A lot of this is just what we've been taught from society or what we've heard growing up about like uh, people saying these things about other women. Right. We hear that as kids growing up and everything. We, we hear how other people talk about other women. Right. And I think that that's a part of it. It starts to. You know, create all of these fears and then we end up guilt tripping ourselves and it's not even coming from someone who per se is telling us this. Like no one's telling us, hey, you too grown to need accountability. We sit here and we're like, I'm too grown. I don't need accountability. And I'm like, are you OK? Are you OK? <laughs> you know. Oh, my God, I'm going to leave my kids for 45 minutes. Now I'm a trash ass mom. And it's like, wow, whoa, let's everybody calm down. So I just want to make sure that I put this message out here and empower the fuck out of y'all. We got to eliminate these unnecessary, dangerous guilt trips that are continuously leading to self-sabotage and ruining our weight loss journeys or our prospect of ever being really, truly successful. You only have one life. You only have one physical body, okay? Like you don't get a do-over. You don't get another one. You don't go to Target. 
They don't make that shit in China. Just saying. This is it. This is your body. This is your life. No matter how many addresses you're ever going to reside at, this, no matter what, will permanently the body that you live in. So take back control of the mental piece and train yourself to overcome your guilt trips by reinforcing some positive inner talk. By waking up that cheerleader inside of you. That's what I always refer to her as, right? That cheerleader inside of you and remind her, you got this. You deserve this. You are good enough. You need accountability because you're human just like everybody else. Even Coach Anna needs a coach, okay? So obviously, why would you not need accountability? If I do, you're not, you're not a bad person. You're not a bad mom. You're not a bad friend. You're not a bad daughter just because you are pursuing what is really important and meaningful to you. The people who truly love you, they will be inspired. They'll be motivated. They'll look up to you. They'll encourage you. They'll stand behind you regardless. The people who do not, Leave them behind and you're going to have to leave them behind. And that doesn't make you a bad person. It just ensures that you continue to elevate to your next level without anybody holding you back. Like they say, elevation requires separation. Bam, there you go. Okay? And you are not vain or, you know, full of shit and full of yourself because you're a mom and you want to look and feel a certain type of way. You're not... There's nothing wrong with you. You're not too old to have the body that you want. None of that. We got to eliminate all of that and just allow ourselves to live up to our full potentials, be fully fucking empowered and win. That's what this is about. So my ladies, if this message resonated and spoke to you, please share, share, share with the world. Tag me, send me a message. Tell me how this episode changed your life for better. I want to hear from all of you. I love you so much. And remember, as always, keep a smile on your face, spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.